Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Band of Brothers. no words. I have no words. I'm genuinely rendered speechless by this episode. Completely. I don't think that it is an exaggeration or hyperbolic in the least. For me to say that this is easily one of the greatest, most brilliantly crafted, most powerful, gut-punching episodes of television I've ever seen in my entire life. This is just one of those moments in television history that you see it and it's just etched in your brain forever. Like you don't forget an episode like this. It is on another level. It's brilliant. And heartbreaking. And extraordinary from start to finish. It is. 
I have not had a reaction like this watching any episode of television in a long, long time. And look, I've talked in the past about, like, how I don't think Band of Brothers is perfect. I don't think uh, it's, like, 10 out of 10 top three shows on IMDb levels of great overall. But after watching this episode, like, this is just... This is just propelled in, like, the top ten television episodes of all time. It's just, it's that good, and I swear I am not being hyperbolic when I say that. I swear I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It's just that pitch perfect. So this episode, as we kind of talked about uh, last time, as we kind of set up last time, Easy Company has entered Germany. They have all but won the war at this point. America has all but beaten Germany. And really, as they say in this episode, this war is not really about fighting anymore, it's about who gets what. So it's a lot of sitting around just waiting for something to happen. And the thread from the last episode of everyone being bitter and angry and just done with everything, uh, that is elevated in this episode times a thousand. Like, this episode, you basically see, like, everyone is basically done. Everyone is fed up with this entire goddamn war. Everyone just wants to go home, and they're just pissed everything. They're just pissed at this war for existing. And this hits Captain Nixon the hardest. Uh, Because we see throughout this episode, he very early on develops a bit of a drinking problem. He's using every chance he he gets to drink all the whiskey. Uh, He gets demoted. Because he's just not being very effective lately and just kind of pissing around. Uh, He gets a letter that says his wife is divorcing him, taking the house, the kid, the dog. He spends a lot of time angry about this dog, by the way. Uh, There's one dude who just rips into this one replacement for saying, Hey, when we dropping into Berlin? When we getting in on the action? When we dropping into Berlin? And this dude just gets eviscerated by this one guy who's just like, Hey! Idiot! Stop asking where the action is. Stop asking to go into Berlin because guess what? Every single one of you replacements who comes in way too eager to get in on the action, they all end up dead. They all end up in a bloody heap on the ground. Hey, this is the best war has been so far. I got a hot meal. I got a hot shower. I used toilet paper yesterday. It's awesome. Like, Germany might as well be like I'm at home. It's the closest I've been to home in, like, two years. So shut up. Just let the boring shit happen. You're lucky that you haven't seen combat. You're lucky that this is a thing. And then there's another guy. uh, I think it's Webster from the last episode, actually. Uh, But he just, as they're... 
driving through Germany. They it, He sees a bunch of German prisoners in defeat marching uh, the other way from where they're going. And he just yells at them like, Hey, assholes! You interrupted our lives for what? And, and just, just angry at these Germans for causing this conflict, essentially. So there is a lot of bitterness and anger and vitriol and just mentally checking out throughout a lot of this episode. And it's reaching a fever pitch. Easy Company is breaking down uh, because they all know the war is almost over and yet for some reason they're still in Germany. And then they find a concentration camp. And this is when the episode takes a turn into the most devastating imagery imaginable. This episode does not hold back in the concentration camp imagery at all. Easy Company discovers this, and immediately they are met, like, this is a concentration camp, by the way, that has been abandoned by the Germans. Because they knew the Americans were coming. And they are greeted by the, just this sea of skinny, bare bones, broken down people. Prisoners in these concentration camps who have been beaten and underfed and just just pushed towards the brink of death, essentially. And they go through, uh, they open up the gates, they go through this concentration camp, and the things they are forced to see, they just get worse. And worse and worse. You have this sea of live bodies. These people who have been pushed to the brink of death. And then you go deeper. And you see the ones who did not survive. You see the pottle, the, the pottles? You see the piles of dead bodies. Who, of people who were just left out. They were shot or burned or starved to death and just left in a pile. Like trash. You see the brandings, uh, the identifying numbers, like cattle. Is how one of Easy Company says it. You see these bunkers. You see these prisons. Where. So many people. So many human beings. 
are packed in like sardines. And they come in, they like shine flashlights and they're like, they're doing the thing where they've been in darkness so long, like the light is too bright for them. Any amount of light is too bright for them. And you see like just horrible imagery. Imagery I don't even want to recount on this podcast because it's just in such horrific detail and it's so heartbreaking and so difficult to watch, let alone talk about. It's horrifying. It's one of the most horrifying things that's ever been put to the small screen. And look, obviously World War II is a popular subject in film and in television. Uh, Movies and TV love to go back into World War II and tell stories of that. And there have been multiple, multiple adaptations of, of concentration camps. There have been multiple times where they've talked about concentration camps, dealt with the Holocaust and all that. Uh, But I don't think I've ever seen it this raw. I don't even, I don't think I've ever seen it come this raw and all at once and this heartbreaking and devastating. Like this, this really made the conscious decision We're not going to sanitize this. We're not going to hold back at all. We are going to give our viewers the full force of just how horrific these camps were. And goddamn, did they succeed. And that one sequence where, because keep in mind, pretty much for the entire war, Easy Company has just been... Doing training and fighting the Germans. Like, they haven't really gotten, like, world events uh, coming out of Germany. This is the concentration camp deal. Like, they didn't know what this was. They were uninformed of what these camps were. Because they were just preoccupied with fighting the Germans. They didn't know that this was there. At least not to its extent. They just knew Nazis bad. They just knew America was attacked. These guys are responsible. Take them out. And so this was their first real exposure to concentration camps. And they are talking to this one prisoner. And they're trying to understand what the hell this is. Uh, They're trying to go through a translator and... You can see the realization on their faces as to what this is as they keep going. Uh, you hear the, uh, you hear them parse through like the, this is a work camp for the unwanted, as this person says. And then eventually he elaborates, uh, Jews, Poles, Gypsies, and just on and on and on, just basically... Every minority group that existed in the Nazi Germany reign, that existed in the Nazi Germany 
space. And good God. Their reaction to this is it's just heartbreaking to witness these people like learn about this the very, 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 very hard way for the first time. I'm seriously at a loss for words. And then they're like, okay, we got to get them food. We got to get them water. We got to get them out of here. Uh, they raid this one bakery. And the German baker is like just protesting like, hey, why are you stealing all my food? Why are you stealing all my food? And then this one guy just goes nuts on this baker like, hey, what the hell? Don't stop us. Like pointing a gun at him. And the dude's like, I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. Like, oh, you're not a Nazi? How about a human being? Like, tell me you didn't notice like the stench of this camp. Tell me you didn't notice that this camp was there. Uh, and this was actually a big thing. They say in this episode, like, pretty much the entire town says they didn't know the camp existed. So either they're lying pieces of shit, or they were willfully ignorant. And I honestly don't know what's worse. Quite honestly. But then they give these prisoners food and they give them water. And then this doctor comes and says, Hey, you need to stop giving them food right now. They're starving so much that if they're not careful, if we're not careful with them, they'll eat themselves to death. We need to keep them in the camp monitor their food intake, uh, keep them all in one place, and then move them outward, then move them to uh, better places. And this moment that they realize they have to put these prisoners, these prisoners on the brink of death, back into the camp that they want so badly to escape, back into this horrible hell... Like, the reaction on these soldiers is just one of pure devastation, pure defeat, pure disgust. Like, you can tell they feel horrible about themselves having to do this to them. And then the guy, the translator, gets up and tells them, hey, you gotta go back into the camp. You see the reactions of horror from the prisoners, the reaction of... Of just raw terror. And then this translator just breaks down uh, as the prisoners are, like, ushered back into the camp the same way they were by the Nazis. Like, um, like, even with the justification of we gotta monitor their food intake, we gotta make sure they don't eat themselves to death. Like, this is just, uh, Words cannot describe how horrible it feels to watch this play out. Words cannot describe how heartbreaking it is to see this play out. But hey, at least Hitler's dead. This episode ends. They get the news that Hitler's dead. So leader of the Nazis is done. 
but they still have to fight. Because war's not over yet. War didn't technically end with Hitler. I don't think there's a good way to transition from most brutal Holocaust imagery imaginable to my plugs. So, I'm just not going to do that. Tomorrow, I'll be back discussing episode 10, the series finale. Uh, Talk to you then.